This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome back, TV junkies and couch potatoes. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. My name is Robert. I'm sitting here in my kitchen with my good buddy, co-host, good friend, Richard. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here uh, basking in the Chicago heat already Mm -hmm. uh, as it's a blistering 58 degrees. A blistering 58 degrees. And it is the most enjoyable thing. It's pretty phenomenal. We had the windows open last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did a big thing. I did a big thing that's a potential jinx, but also a big a potential sign of of spring finally being here. I put my coat away. Yeah, that's right. I remember you brought your coat out. You're just like, oh boy. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna put my coat uh, away. We had the, as you said, the windows were open. We had the lovely serenade of dogs fighting outside. Yeah, we did. Uh, our floor is littered with dead ladybugs as the, the our ladybug infestation is back. Yeah, no no understanding of how that works still, but it, it does seem to go along with the season. So the yeah. ladybugs are back in the apartment. Like when it was like below freezing, like no no, they're just they're not bothering with anything. Yeah. Now that's like a regular climate, like, oh let's fuck with these guys. Coming from Florida, it is strange having like a whole season where the bugs sort of go offline. Yeah. Like it's a thing in perpetuity i'm fine by it yeah i'm also fine with ladybugs and not like palmetto bugs yeah yeah the bugs so far up here have not been as uh i don't know uncomfortable so what do we do here on the pod what we do is we randomly select a television show on netflix using our netflix roulette randomizer yeah yeah something like that it's netflixroulette.net netflixroulette.net yes as always probably one of the a partner in our show you know, a, a huge partner. We couldn't do the show an, without it. A knowing partner. <laughs> we'd have to, like, I don't know, we'd probably just be rolling dice or whatever to figure it out otherwise. <laughs> we'd probably come up with some crazy-ass algorithm to the point where it's just like, oh, well, we might as well just made this thing. Right. And so what we do is we choose a show using that program, and if available for streaming on Netflix, we watch the pilot episode. Oh, we watched the fuck out of it. Yes, we do. That one episode. We, uh, we're not daunted uh, by length, obscurity, uh, interest at all? Like well, we will watch. Well, sometimes anything. we're daunted by it, daunted as, as was evidenced last episode. Sure, <laughs> but you know we we make compromises, and, and we still intend on watching Midsummer's Murder. Oh yeah, that'll happen. Midsummer Murders. We're we'll probably probably be able to get Augie in on that one. We one had way a liaison or another. with Augie. I want to like because if he could still like watch it, and yeah. then we can Skype him in. Yeah, because that still feels like it's owed. Oh, it absolutely is. Or. Maybe, maybe also, he could do it in person. I also want, possibly. 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 Mm. And I also just want Augie to watch an over hour and a half long British show. Yeah. I just want that more than anything. If you listen to last week's episode, you know 100% why. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, what we're going to do is that. Before we get to that, though, we always like to reach out and see uh, some of the comments and things you guys leave, some of the feedback. Not much this week, man. Just auto-talking shit, responding to... Not not so much him talking shit. It's more so me talking shit to him. He responded to the promo that I cut on him that I posted to our Twitter. That's right. Uh, at Picked Up Pod. Um, and he didn't realize it was the video was a wrestling promo. So he's still on episode two of Togetherness. Which is actually over. It was only like eight episodes or like seven seven or eight episodes long was the season. The season? Yeah. Okay. And I didn't know that. So when I finished the last episode, I left it at a part of just like, oh, man. Like, I – every episode's been, you know, very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. and But they don't leave you like yearning to watch the next episode. Whereas this was like, oh, man, I can't wait till next week. And then I read somewhere. It's like, oh, yeah, that was the season finale. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> That's a ball kicker, dude. Yeah, that but it was sucks. like, okay, good. You're at least you're leaving me wanting more. Whereas, like for the rest of the season, you're just like, yeah, here's a good half hour mumblecore. Yeah. Um, Can you recall any other season finales that really like just had you like in a fit? Like, I, I can mean, think of one or two. Probably like the first three seasons of Lost. Yeah. Uh, and then what else? Uh, I mean, hell, Breaking Bad was doing that with mid-season finales. Yeah, they were. Uh, Walking Dead's really good at it. Um, yeah. Uh, what came to my mind is this. I think the season finale, the first or second season of King of the Hill, 
there's an explosion at the Megalomart, uh-huh. and Hank's like inside the store when it happens, and you have like no idea. And they really, they that's how they ended the season. That's awesome. And then the first episode, of like season three, was like, oh, he was actually okay. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I feel like South Park maybe did that a few times, something like not that specifically, but like you know, mm-hmm. sort of some cliffhangers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, not really the wire. I feel like the wire every season kind of like had a, a decent little bow on it. Really, like still with enough to kind of lead into the next season narratively, but for the most part, like all the themes were pretty much wrapped up, gotcha. which is pretty cool. Um. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of the usual suspects, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I can go all over Lights Out again as well. Yeah. Um, such a good ending. Those are even harder. I hear that Deadwood was a show that, like, really needed to be finished and continued, and yeah. it wasn't. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, like, disappointingly so. Like, oh, it's not finished. Game of Thrones is good at it. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is really good at it. Excited for that to come back. Yeah. Exciting news with that HBO Now pro, uh, streaming service being exclusive to Apple TV. Oh, wow. Very interesting. That is. Yeah. Um, also, was looking a little bit more into Sling TV as mm-hmm. well. If you don't know about that, look that up. It's uh, revolutionary cord cutting uh, material. Um, yeah. A lot of good stuff. You been yeah. watching anything? Uh, not not really. Let me think if I have or not. No, I keep pounding like way more movies. We watched a, we, we watched, watched two movies last night. Yeah, and what and one of those was for the second time in a week, third time overall. We watched yep. Whiplash again and again. Again. And I rented it and I have the rental for 30 days, so I'm probably going to watch it like eight more times. That's right. Uh and then we watched The Wrestler after that, mm-hmm. which was probably not the right order to watch those two in. Because at the end of The Wrestler, we were just super down. Whereas after Whiplash, we were like, yeah, conversation yeah. and hope and greatness. Yeah, Whereas really after go. The Wrestler, we were just like, man, what is the point anyway? Yeah. I guess I better not get too wrapped up in in the 80s. Yeah, don't get old. <laughs> That's what the takeaway there. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, not really. Have you been watching shows, Rich? I have. I have been watching shows. Okay. They released seasons three and four of The Boondocks on Netflix. Yes. So I watched those. Uh, I was a little bit let down by season three. I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And then that was the last season that creator Aaron Magruder was on. And there was one more season without him, season four, which I had even I had very low expectations for. Mm-hmm. And it definitely exceeded those low expectations and had a lot of high moments. And it had more of a, a, a through line throughout the whole season, which you know, hadn't been done before on the show. And it was good. It was good. The last episode, and the series is over, too. So the last episode didn't really feel like a real finale. But it, it did kind of put like a nice... It did put... I'll use this expression again, for lack of a better term. A nice bow on just kind of like Riley. Okay. Yeah. It was a good. It was a good look. I liked that a lot. Very nice. Um, as uh, mentioned, uh, you know, as we did, we picked up Young Justice, mm-hmm. and I finished the first season of that. And thank you for any of the people that uh, responded to my post on Reddit uh, in the Young Justice subreddit. Uh, and thank you for the suggestions of good episodes. There's a whole season two. Uh, I gotta seek it out. It's not on Netflix, but holy fuck, was that a good show? Yeah. God damn it. I got, I, I, you got through it. I watched the f- next two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's, it's awesome. I love how they like, they don't really like skimp on your big heroes. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a healthy amount of Batman, you get a healthy amount of, you know, all the other guys. Uh, you get some nice little standalone episodes. You get some episodes that isolate some characters. Like there's a Aqualad centric episode. There's an episode that, that like kind of pairs off uh, like Robin and Artemis because they're like the only two that like don't have powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some really cool stuff in there. They they give some good love to Red Tornado, which I know you would love. Oh yeah. Uh, some of the voices that they get are just like random but awesome. Like, do you know who they get to voice the Riddler? No. My favorite Franco, Dave Franco, voices the Riddler. Cool. And, like just two episodes, but like still, hell yeah, that is awesome. That is cool. Voice acting is such a great opportunity to showcase yeah. 
The same people you know and love, but just in an entirely different way. Now, for the first two appearances of Captain Marvel, do you know who they get? Who and mind they... you, this is in like 2011. So he is like prime in the middle of a particular character that he's playing. John Hamm. Not John. Oh, my God. That'd be great. That'd be dope. Uh, I, I'm going to get to John Hamm later. Uh, but they get fucking Rob Lowe to voice Captain Marvel. And it, I didn't even know this, but I was like listening to Captain Marvel. I'm just like, this sounds like someone's doing a Chris Traeger impression. Mm hmm. And so I had to look it up, and it's like, oh, no, this is Rob Lowe deep in the midst of just being ingrained in Chris Traeger. That's great. I'm shocked that th that Captain Marvel didn't bust out, like, 13, literally? Oh, so good. It's so fucking good. That is cool. So much fun. Uh, and then the last thing I watched, uh, not the last thing, it was probably before those other two. I watched uh, the recently released Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, mm -hmm. uh, which, uh, yeah, watched the whole thing. And people are like losing their shit over this show. People fucking are going bananas over this show. And it's a good show. Mm -hmm. uh, you walked in on me watching one episode. I did. And you probably walked in on me watching like the worst of the worst episode. The worst part of the worst episode. It was a very nutty birthday party. Yeah. With all manner of silly characters. Yeah. It was very just it was so fucking out there. Like for the most part, it's like pretty grounded with, while still having like those kind of uh uh just uh, kind of like releasing reality for the sake of a joke mm -hmm. type of jokes which i from what i garnered from my very rare viewings of 30 rock not that i was avoiding it i just never got into it but like 30 rock did that a lot and this of course being from one of the co-creators tina fey uh not surprising now i get what you're saying for the sake of the joke, yeah. doing something, yeah, or silly, like, or that like character, yeah, yeah, that character could never go yeah. through that. But it was like, yeah, it's funny, just um, go with it. But yeah, it was very funny, very enjoyable. Uh, you know, it was it could have easily fallen into a typical type of uh, fish out of water trying to make it in New York type of story, and at heart, it kind of sort of is, but like it is a little bit more than that. The characters do have a, a good caring for each other. Uh, Carol Kane just getting work out of fucking nowhere. Uh, uh, Penguin's mom. Penguin's mom. Yeah. yeah. And she's like a regular in this show. Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't know 2014, 15 was like the year of Carol Kane. Yeah. Isn't that so weird? That chick was in Annie Hall. Yeah. In like, what, like 76. Yeah. And just been acting all of her life. And then that's so great. Yeah. I, I'm all for it. It's just so, I just wasn't prepared. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is. No it's one prepared strange. me. For the Carol Hurricane. Mm -hmm. And that's a week of the week if we had No those. way. I was going to say, no, stand by that one. That was a good one. I was like, oh, that was clever. <laughs> um, and then uh, what else? Of course, it's like, yeah, there's some good cameos throughout it. Uh, Ellie Kemper is just, she. she's Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, she is just infectious. She is, she pulls off that unwavering sunshine. Okay. Like, not a lot of people can do it. If, for most performers, it would completely come off as like just forced, and it's like no, this comes off as genuine. That's good, authentic. Um, and then uh, I don't want to spoil anything for you. I don't know if you plan on like watching it or getting around to it eventually. But spoilers alert! Spoiler alerts! Um, and like if you do get around to this eventually, it'll probably have been spoiled for you already. But the last three episodes feature John Hamm. Do they? Okay. And what the fuck have I been saying about John Hamm and why I'm the one reason I'm excited Mad Men is Mad Men is ending, so he can take over the fucking comedic universe. Yeah, he's probably one of the most comedic, comedically talented actors walking the earth, mm -hmm. and he's been crushing this drama mm -hmm. for the last what seven years. Yeah, and now we're gonna. In just these three episodes, he, the show does lag a little bit in the middle of the season, and he just takes it to another fucking stratosphere. That's true. He is amazing. I can't, oh my God, I can't say enough about John Hamm comedically. He was great on 30 Rock. I mean, he's been yeah. great in everything. Yeah. He had a lot of spots on 30 Rock where he was very funny. He, 
had a very bit role at the end of season six, first episode of season seven of Parks and Rec. And just, again, like, uh, uh, limited opportunities and just batted a thousand. Nice. He's fucking amazing. He's, he's, just, he's just amazing. He's pretty fantastic. I did think of something I watched. I actually did watch oh. television. I watched Archer. I watched the first yeah. episode of season five of Archer. Oh, like that was last season of Archer, yeah. right? Yeah. Archer Vice. Archer Vice. Yeah. So that was cool. I really liked that they decided to go into like a whole different direction. They just changed the whole show. Right. And then I think they brought it back uh, to six, like to what the, the show had previously been. Yeah. I'm not positive. I think so, though, right? Season six and onward, they're going back to like what they did. It's not still Archer Vice, is it? Uh, Well... Archer Vice was last season. Okay. Yeah, and they haven't... Have they started airing new episodes yet? I have no idea. I don't idea. think so. I think... I but, mean, I think the plan is to go back to... Okay. ...a spy show. It's not going to be ISIS anymore. They oh, okay. they the, the creators have said that they're going to write ISIS off. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Because of that other ISIS That's now. That's so stupid. That, that, it, that just goes to show... It sucks. ...how dumb we are that, like, we can't handle anything... That's not a four-letter word. I also <laughs> trust for them to do that brilliantly. They will. I'm like, sure they the will. The same way how South Park wrote off Chef. Yeah. But we don't deserve it. We're too dumb. We're too dumb as people that we can't separate uh, I don't know, ideas. But I mean, anyways, that, that was, might just be them, though. I, I didn't read the full article. I'm just going off a headline. That might have just been them. Just no, going like, think, we don't want to fuck around with this. Sure, you know? sure. Uh, and and we, just rather just, uh, we would just rather be our show. Right, but they, they but they were around beforehand. Yeah. They the only reason they have to do that is cuz we're dumb. I'm sorry, no, I'm everybody. But <laughs> what I'm saying is they might not have to do that. Sure. They this might be a decision that they came to on their own. They should. That they wanted to. <laughs> if you wanted to condemn them for that, then there you go. Sure, there we go. That's uh, what I'm going. Wanting them the benefit of the doubt though, cuz that is a good show. And the Vice season, how do you how do you how do you like the Vice season so oh, far? Oh, it was excellent. I mean, uh, all those characters were always kind of suited for like a much crazier situation. Even, I mean, a spy organization is a pretty crazy situation yeah. in itself. But I think... Like, uh, a, uh, like a, uh, a privatized yeah. spy organization I, too. I like the idea of like a project season. Yeah. Like And like you said, we've been talking a lot about shows. You talked about Young Justice. You talked about Boondocks in that season. A through line for the season is good. I think a lot the of... Wire. Yeah. You know, I think... Some some shows do it for like their entire series. I mean, most do, yeah. um, but I think it's really great, and it should be. You should take that opportunity more. I mean, I think a lot of the challenge of TV writing is not getting stale, and mm-hmm. what a great way to just explore something completely different. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they're dealing with like twenty tons of cocaine the whole season. Yep, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, cool. Anything else? Just that in that first episode, they have like a two-minute preview of the whole rest of the season. Yeah. And I I wasn't sure if I was like glitching or what. I was like, why am I seeing all this? But I it was thought great. that – I remember watching that first run and thinking like that this was just a standalone episode. Uh-huh. And it was just like a gimmick for the episode. It was just a joke. Yeah, that they it was could just, just a joke. fit in the crazy exactly. stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then I watched the next episode. It's like – they're okay. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're doing really this. do all this. Yeah. So I thought that was really very, very cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's get to it. All right. You Rich wanna... is going to pull up, yeah, our Netflix randomizer. And I... Uh... For those of you that want to play along at home or just use this because you're indecisive people, uh, it's called NetflixRoulette.net. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a cinematic view for, for our reveal. Doesn't matter. You can zoom in a little bit, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's an extreme close up. Yeah. A smoldering face. Yeah. If it's a show that it like pisses me off, that'll be great. Yeah. You ready? Uh, yes. All right. Spinning and. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, no picture shows up. Uh, the show is called Doc Martin from 2001. I was thrown off a little bit because I thought they were, it was just a show about, I thought it was like a documentary about the shoes or something. Yeah, I thought those were like pants. Uh, this, all right. 
Oh no! What? No! Oh, I don't wanna! I don't wanna! In the first sentence, in this feature length prequel to the hit series, London based obstetrician, oh fuck it, I don't care, Dr. Martin Bamford leaves his cheating wife and goes on a holiday in a quaint Cornish village where he soon finds himself swept up in a peculiar mystery. It's feature length! Are there more episodes of it? I don't know. Let's take a look and see. I mean, is this, well, I think, I mean, I think even, I don't want it to either like personally, special. but yeah, but if I, it's like a one-off special. Then this can suck my balls. Yeah, I agree. If this isn't episodic in some way, like really solidly yeah. Yeah. and I'm not going to watch it. That I, that's a good deal. Yeah. And but, feel free to like call us out if we're, really kind of trying to bend these rules a lot but at the same time like if we're gonna watch a two-hour one-off that's a yeah. fucking prequel to the re- a regular series like fuck that. that's not what we're trying to do here does this mean we can watch serenity and yeah because exactly. it's like the after part to firefly yeah yeah i mean i, I like serenity it's a good show yeah it's a good movie it would be cool i've never even watched firefly and i love serenity yeah uh all right let's see if this is a real thing and if not uh we're coming back and hope Oh, whatever. Fucking whatever. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll be right back. And we're back, everybody. So the verdict is we're going to re-roll. And here's why. What we drew up was... This is such a technicality, and it, I'm for it. It is. We have our reasons. We we, we just discussed and debated, and we're, we stick by our decision. Yeah. Um, we pulled up a television prequel film. There is a television series called Doc Martin on Netflix. There yes. have been multiple series. Is that right? Uh, it's There's been multiple TV movies. Okay, there's been multiple TV movies. It's funny, too, because like this refers to it as a prequel, but from what I could find on IMDb, at least, this was the first one. Yeah. So you can't call it a prequel. That's like retroactively yeah. a prequel. That's like calling fucking Silence of the Lambs the prequel to Hannibal. <laughs> right. So, we didn't know that we were going to make this other yeah. thing. <laughs> um, so given that, given that we didn't actually get the TV show, given that we owe you all a Midsummer's Murders. We're gonna we're gonna give it a re-roll. Yeah, and also like this is for the safety of the roulette too, because like Absolutely. if we ever get the actual series, because there's the two TV movies, and then there's the actual series that started in 2004. If they said Doc Martin 2004, mm-hmm. we'd be talking about that little Cornish Hamlet, right? But we're not, right? I mean, you know, we're not opposed to anything like that. But in the best interest interest of the show, we're gonna re-roll. <laughs> oh, for the best. Hell yeah, son. From Hell yeah! Powerpuff Girls. What did I say, too? What did I say when we made our decision? Rich was like, let's just hope we get another cartoon. And what a fucking cartoon we got. Knocked it out the park! God damn. I'm actually fascinated to see the first episode of Powerpuff Girls. Because we we just know Powerpuff Girls as this entity now. Oh, yeah. You know? Now, I wonder. This is going to be another case where we're going to get the first episode of the first season. And I know for a fact that they had, like, an appearance in a, in a variety show mm-hmm. prior to... Same with Courage. Same with Powerpuff yeah. Girls. Um, if I had to guess, it's fuck, probably, yeah. like, the first of the series. It's going to be... Let me try and guess what this is going to be. Well, while you're thinking of that, Shoot. the description, if you're not familiar with the Powerpuff Girls, delightfully sweet sisters Blossom Bubbles and Buttercup have dedicated their lives to saving the world from crime and fighting the forces of evil. Man. And of course, this has fucking Tara Strong in it, and we all know I hold a bastion in my heart for Tara Strong. What What is your, uh, oh, and uh, Tom Kenny's in this. Tom Kenny. Who's another just VO legend. Man. Who um, and Tommy? Who's who did E.G. Daily? E.G. Daily is gonna be yep. Buttercup in this. What's your what's your history with this show, Rich? I just remember when Cartoon Network was rolling out like this first slate, and they didn't have 
like a, a name for it either or anything like that. Like how Nickelodeon had their Nicktoons. Mm-hmm. This is just for their original Cartoon Network shows of like Powerpuff Girls, Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Lab. Right. I think that was like the original three, I yeah. think, from what I can remember. Exactly. Oh, Courage is going to come along a little later. Later. I was much Cow more and of, chicken. of a Nick kid. Yeah. So I was like kind of dipping my toe in the water, but then I ended up like getting ready for school every morning to Dexter's Lab. Uh, but yeah, I think like Cow and Chicken, or and then Ed, Ed, and Eddie as well. Yep, exactly. Like, Ed, Cow and Chicken and Ed, Ed, and Eddie came along around the same time. Like they were like that second wave. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I, I know my cousins on my mom's side, uh, Gina and Carly. Like they fucking grew up on Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. They loved Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just uh, oh cool. This is good. It's on. I'll watch it or whatever. Like it's not anything. I'll. I'll Seek out personally, but I know it's good. I'm not going to be disentertained. Mm-hmm. What about you? Big, big shout out to my beloved sister, Kelly, and who's virtually a twin of mine, even though I'm two years older. She's going to lose her shit when she sees that we got this, right? Absolutely. <laughs> we have watched all of this. I'm sure I've seen all of it. This is a great show that I tremendously enjoyed and would have enjoyed even without uh, the company of my dear sister, because um, it's a great superhero show with a great rogues gallery. But yeah, I'm sure I've seen pretty much all of this. Uh, and yeah, this was a great show. Again, and I did kind of grow up more on the Cartoon Network mm-hmm. side of things than on the Nickelodeon side. Yeah. So very excited. Cool. All right. Let's give you a episode worth listening to, God damn it. God damn it. Stop fucking phoning it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is going to be great. Uh Hang on to your butts, everybody. We'll catch you after the break. Hang on to your butts! <laughs> Sugar. Spice. And everything nice. These were the ingredients chosen to create the perfect little girl. But Professor Utonium accidentally added an extra ingredient to the concoction. Chemical X. Thus, the Powerpuff Girls were born! Using their ultra superpowers, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup have dedicated their lives to fighting crime and the forces of evil! And we're back. Everybody, that was excellent. It was fantastic. I mean, yeah. I, like, it, I feel like we've had uh, a few of these before. It's like, that's a super known entity. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah. Like, we, the jury's out on the Powerpuff Girls, right? Like, we're not going to shed any light. I think we need to be cognizant of, of uh, time passing. And, like, I know this show. I love this show. Mm-hmm. However... The 14 to 18 year old demographic, I don't know if they know this show. Someone someone who's 18 years old was born in 1997. This show came out in 98. Yeah, so what's point. to say that some of these, some of you younger kids who I know are listening. That's our main demographic. Yeah, don't know yeah. The, how great this show is. Our high school kids. Right, right. I had a good conversation with somebody at work about being able to tell someone's age by the cartoons they watched. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But so, yeah, um, this is a great show. Uh, Powerpuff Girls, uh, created by Craig McCracken. Mm-hmm. Uh, also the creator of Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Uh, I think another another big show. Collaborator, friend, partner of uh, Gendy Tarakovsky. Is that mm-hmm. how you say it? Creator of Dexter and a whole lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. So this is the first episode. Yeah, Uh I think it'll kind of be like a little bit in vain to like go beat by beat yeah. of this show. It's pretty quick. It's very quick, and mm. it's you know it's uh, it's I don't want to say formulaic. Uh, it's but not plot heavy. It's not plot heavy exactly. Yeah. It. Uh, I'll go through things that like I definitely noticed. You know, mm-hmm. uh, putting a a, uh, a watchful eye on it uh, was. You're right. You mentioned like, oh, such a good opening. And it is. 
and it just lays everything out right away. So you're for, you don't have like any introduction. You don't have any origins. You don't have you're not wasting a whole episode on like how they came to be. It's just at the, right at the top. Sugar, spice, everything nice. And they, they, they fight crime, and the professor made them. There you so go. So you know. There you go. Like, don't think about the fact that the, don't don't think too much about the fact that they're all test tube kids. Yeah, don't worry about don't, that. Don't think about why the professor made them. Yeah. Uh, you know, like just we're just gonna go uh, into our first adventure, where everyone gets turned into a dog. That's right. That's right. Mojo Jojo steals some Anubian statue, mm-hmm. turns everyone into a dog. Mm-hmm. They defeat him, save the day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, first episode, they turned their main characters into dogs. It's like, perf, good. Yeah, because you don't have to fucking risk it yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Like, um, yeah, I love uh, the role that the narrator plays in this show. Mm-hmm. That a narrator plays a very interactive part uh, with you, the audience, as well as with the the characters. Yeah. Interesting kind of fourth wall stuff there, addressing yeah. us and then sometimes addressing the people, addressing Mojo Jojo, and then getting turned into a dog, stuff like that. And uh, it's got good jokes in it, good mm-hmm. clean jokes. Good clean jokes. Uh, definitely uh, some funny stuff that can be enjoyed as, a, as an older person too. Nothing, no, no adult jokes like hidden in there, but like there's like some naked Japanese man. That was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Uh, I also, another kind of reoccurring gag, I guess. I don't know if it would be this episode or just throughout. Just like uh, several instances of just uh, so easily created destruction on the on the part of the Powerpuff Girls. Yes. These cute little girls and just like rip off a car door off its fucking hinges. Yeah. I was thinking about that too. I don't know how much I noticed that first time around watching this stuff. But yeah, they're just... They're tearing up streets again. They can't. They can't do anything. They don't yeah. know their own strength. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's it makes for a very funny. It's a gag. It's a fun gag. Yeah. Uh, because this was '98, uh, I'm sure when they kind of like re-released it or like rebooted it or whatever, they you know produced them in HD. Yeah. But this was in standard definition, which I loved because it gave it that old Hanna Barbera feel. Yeah. It gave it that like. Look to where even if it was like a still frame, you could see it kind of like shifting a little bit. Like the 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 cell was like maybe shifting a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just dug it. It just gave it like a, a nice little nostalgic feel. That on top of the very great just art design of the show, it's so uh, like kind of fifties sort of pop art. Yeah. Plus a little bit of like manga art in there. Plus like some some like neo futurist stuff. Cool things cool look to the show um and so so this was two episodes first one uh fight mojo jojo mm-hmm. turn people in the dogs second episode uh sedusa uh, uh the first episode was titled uh monkey see doggy do yes the second episode called mommy fearest yes which yes. is a funny title it is uh you know professor utonium uh happens to start dating this woman who seems all right at first and then becomes incredibly evil like and an evil stepmom yeah type deal that's right and they, uh, they, it turns out to be Sedusa, this horrible. Her name was Miss I'm a Good Lady. That's right. Go on, go on. No, I'm just saying, like, he runs into her at the grocery store and he's all, I, 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 And the girls just, you know, give him a super good look. Yeah, they do. Like, they said, good the wing whole girls. Date. Yeah. yeah, right? They did it all. I mean, I guess you can, like, you know, genetically program that, them that way. <laughs> you know they're kind of um it's they're insensitive in like a not a good way but just <laughs> not in a terrible way they're not sensitive girls no like again they destroy things they're very un, uncouth is that yeah. the word they're just like eh, they don't they don't have uh many like um uh social uh procli- what's the word i'm looking for proclivities here? maybe proclivities, uh, is the word? yeah they just they're horribly behaved children yeah no <laughs> but yeah so um yeah that was the two episodes yeah jewels were heisted in both Mm -hmm. a lot of jewel heists a lot of um a lot of not violent this is a good sort of treads a good line too because it's very action-packed but it's not explicitly like violent yeah there are like fights and punches yeah a lot of the 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 big tussles are are behind a dust cloud Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm 
Yeah, done in a way that sort of doesn't really encourage kids to be yeah, it's wail on each it's other. Like, it's it's non realistic violence. Yeah, yeah, and it's a great great show. Everything's wrapped up. So that was like what thirty minutes or twenty eight minutes? It was like twenty two. Twenty two minutes. Yeah, so max. we're dealing with like ten eleven minute yeah. episodes. I really like something. It's something I've noticed in all the cartoons I've liked is uh, a lot of great like creators work as storyboard artists. Yeah. Like Bruce Tim was a storyboard artist for Tiny Toon Adventures before doing a lot of stuff on Batman. And the storyboard artists are like the directors or come to be like the directors of really great cartoon mm-hmm. um, projects. I think it gives a really great training for visual storytelling. It helps build a good foundation. Yeah. And it's just, it's quick. It's, it's like everything you need and no fat but still very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, really good stuff. Uh, who's your favorite uh, Powerpuff Girl villain? Villain? I really like the Gang Green Gang, who you see in a couple episodes, who have the dopest theme music ever. Yeah? Everyone listening, if you want to hear a good jam, look up the Gang Green Gang theme. It is like this funky, horn-heavy synth awesomeness like uh, uh like like george clinton-esque yeah like exactly funkadelic mm-hmm. it is funky and good it's nice. awesome here's great villain uh or they're great villains i don't know do you have one uh mojo mojo jojo. yeah i'm gonna go chalk on that and just <laughs> go mojo jojo can't go wrong okay i'm, I'm not as, as well versed in the universe as you yeah. who's your favorite powerpuff girl my favorite powerpuff um kelly's was always a buttercup I, Buttercup is the green one. The green one. With the okay. black hair. The toughy. Yeah. The toughy little girl. Um, Bubbles is pretty funny. Bubbles, Bubbles is fucking hilarious. Bubbles is like kind of like in some ways, in some ways the most oblivious, but also in some yeah. ways the like wisest beyond yeah. her years. So Bubbles is really great. Absolutely. Bubbles. Bubbles is the Michelangelo of this team. Yes. Which is why I, I am team Bubbles. That's a great crossover. Oh That'd be a God. really cool crossover. Fantastic. Oh, I'm for it. <laughs> yeah. I know they went on, they did a couple, so this show ran for a long time, and then I feel like they made like a new American season, but they also made like an anime version of this show. Really? It was like PPGX, and what? I don't know how poorly or well it was received, but yeah. Yep. Like stylistically, how different was it? Like super... I oh, like dramatically. I mean, like oh, it was man. like a, an, an anime. It was a Powerpuff Girls anime. Okay. So I think that they knew they like knew that Sailor Moonish. Um, more like I don't know. I'm not very like not Yu Gi Oh ish. Maybe something like that. Let me see if I can bring this up. A little more like, maybe talking. like Dragon Ball-y? Kind of everything that we're talking about. It seems so dated to me. Maybe it's not, but uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, PPGX. I don't know. I don't know if it's good or not. But I have a feeling it was made with a lot of love. And probably right. probably the type of show you could do where it could be more extreme and more crazy, you know. Do you have like a particular episode uh of Powerpuff Girls that you like? Or one that you know your sister likes? Like that's your um, favorite? I'm trying to think. There's there is a mime villain that's really good. The mime one's really good. The rowdy rough boys are like they're evil doppelgangers. That's a good one. What else? There's one where they they each sort of pattern themselves off of a different superhero. Like uh who Bubbles I can't remember what Bubbles does, but it's like a Halloween episode and Buttercup pretends like she's spawn and <laughs> yeah, and Blossom what? pretends like she's Wonder Woman, I think. Okay. That was a good episode. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome! It's fucking Spawn, really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of good ones. I think it though. It's been a long, long time. There's yeah. a famous Beatles episode. There's a very uh, four of the villains team up to fight the girls. They call themselves the Beat Alls, and it's got like it's got like seventy different Beatles references I think I in it. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was cool. That was cool. I love shows that just like. Pick an episode and just go reference crazy with it. Like mm-hmm. a, a focused uh, reference. Like yeah. uh, the the one I always refer to is the Wizard of Oz episode of Scrubs. Yeah. Or like I've watched that episode probably like like maybe 
10 different times and find a different reference in it every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's one in this series. It's actually pretty early on where they like, they get thrown into the future and it's a really dark, scary future. Like it's, it involves their, the villain him. That's the name of the character. Mm -hmm. Kind of really weird looking devilish type androgynous type villain. Who's great? Because he'll try the line like almost Joker-like from like playfully mischievous to like like crazy, scary, psychopathic. And yeah, they get thrown into the future and things are messed up. So that was that's another good one. Yeah, that's a great show. Good for good for um, just in broader terms. Like great to have some female superheroes. You know, yeah. great to have some fun. Just good role models and and female superheroes, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing. It's I we hear all the time about you know the lack of these things, and it's true. But there's like great examples all around. It's Powerpuff Girls, Ripley from Aliens. Like we need to not only make more, but we need to look back and appreciate the ones we already have. You know, my uh, I remember my cousins like when they were little girls uh, would always fight over which Powerpuff Girls they were. Um, I know Carly was always uh, Bubbles, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember which one Gina was. Does nobody want to be Blossom? Is that Blossom just too good of a goody two-shoes? Blossom got uh, tainted from the uh, sitcom Blossom with Joey Lawrence. You know? Gotcha. Should have been a different name. I just clicked PGX to try and investigate further, and this is like a dietary supplement. Well, that's not it yeah yeah i love it would you pick this show up rich i mean like if i was in its its age range and demographic like i don't think it's a netflix show by any means I think that might be something we start to delineate between is netflix shows and just like this would be a good show if you caught it on tv sure i was talking with augie about this when we were down in miami about like adventure time and how he like didn't get in he liked it he just like it's not something he would like seek out on netflix but gotcha. if he was just ever just channel surfing, yeah, of course. It's just on. There's nothing else on. And this is going to put a smile on my face. Yeah. So, and, and yeah. So, based on that, I, like, I wouldn't pick it up. And if there was, like, a black and white, like, list of, like, what we picked up and didn't, and it just shows me not picking it up, that'd be stupid. Because, mm-hmm. like, in theory, yes, of course. As a, yeah. It's a good show. But, like, I'm not going to binge on this and come back in the next uh, two episodes from now and say you've watched all of the first season of of powerpuff girls because it is it is all like standalone for the most part sure you know they might like have certain breakthroughs or whatever uh like character wise but there's no like through narrative so it's like that's that's i think is a key element in netflix watching and like binge watching is getting the next part of you know the story mm-hmm. you know it's the reason why yeah i didn't keep watching more episodes of adventure time or robot chicken but i crushed young justice you sure. know that is true i mean with with lack of a, a through line it's hard it's way easier to watch cartoons with kids around like i watch when i yeah. lived with my aunt and uncle my nieces and nephew would come over and we'd pound out a lot of adventure time yeah. i'm talking like two hours yeah of of like 11 minute shows yeah. it's and that's great because it makes your job easier while also keeping you entertained. Mm-hmm. You're not just putting on some crap for them to watch and you have to figure out what you're going to do for the next two hours. Yeah. So, all right. I don't have to do shit and I get to do this. Yep. Yeah. And it looks like that show is called PPGZ. Is that okay. Powerpuff Girls anime or whatever? So, you can check that out further if you want. I really like this show. I mean, I don't watch anything. I don't watch television. There, I said it. <laughs> the dirty little secret. Dirty secret. But I love. I think, I think you said it well enough on the last episode in that I watched television for two. That's right. Rich is my is my conduit I'm to the TV universe. Television watcher. That's right. But I love this show because it because of the creativity, like the imagination. I think absolutely. I think again, if you're gonna have a kid watch something young, like stuff like this is. It's great for the female role models. It's great for the creativity, you know. So I think I really strongly encourage that. And as a comic book fan, this is a great, yeah. this is a great little universe. The Rogues Gallery is great. The just that whole Townsville is a great town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love uh, shows like this that can, with the right creative mind behind it, 
aren't hindered by the words or, or don't play by the words that's ridiculous yeah nothing's ridiculous in this world yeah there are certain shows where it's like some things just get a little fucking ridiculous and it's not well crafted and, and there's no investment and there's no reason to give a fuck about anything that's happening this isn't that mm-hmm. this is like oh i'm invested and it's going to looney town i'm having a great time it is it's just a fun time so yeah well i think that about uh, wraps up for the well, powerpuff yeah. girls i i'm i'm down with it uh and yeah yeah this is a good pick Sorry to everyone who really wanted some Doc Martens or whatever it's called. Uh, go watch that yourself. Let us know how it is. Start a podcast about it. We're gonna. We're just accruing TV karma on this podcast. The more we like put shit off. That's true. That's true. Well, we're still going to make. You kept it. reminding Augie about how much like his life karma is. That's right. In a, a very gentle balance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Augie, Augie, uh, Augie's a great guy and is part of a great family. Million dollar heart. Wonderful, good heart. Really treads the line in a lot of behaviors. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, you're lucky you are such a good person because you, yeah. And we're kind of doing this with this show. Yeah, we, we, are. we are. Well, we've gone through some stinkers, I feel like. But that, like, we, we knew that was going to happen. Like, yeah. we took on this responsibility mm-hmm. to our na- nation nay the world to the world to brave through the highs and the lows that netflix has to offer and we've skirted around a few due to our mm. our our picked up uh charter yeah <laughs> the that's picked true. up uh constitution yeah well i mean unless you want to hear podcast about a ted talk we got it we got to do some stuff but you're right we did wild animal baby adventures for christ's sake yeah don't even that was that was uh, instant karma right there that's what i'm saying that was instant karma don't even talk to me about us not fulfilling our obligations audience because i want to know how many of you watch that show i don't remember watching that show i just remember being in the room with it yeah it's kind of weird hey everybody thanks so much for listening well, we want to just let you know that we so, so appreciate, uh, again, you're listening. And there's a couple things you can do to help us out that we would love. Uh, one of the foremost things is to subscribe. Uh, you can find us on iTunes or on, on Stitcher. And to rate and review us. That does us a huge favor. It really helps promote the podcast uh, in circles that you know of and don't. You know, it just helps boost ratings, things like that. So please, please. Gets more eyeballs on it. Gets more eyeballs on the product, and we would really appreciate that. We love feedback. We love hearing your specific thoughts more than just ratings and reviews. So go ahead and reach out to us any way you like. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pickeduppodcast. You can email us at pickeduppodcast.com at gmail.com and maybe one of our favorite ways you can tweet us at picked up pod now uh please please send us photos thoughts anything like that you can listen to this show and many other great shows like pod swoggle married with movies and the occasional blank slates on the pod swoggle network so please uh keep an eye out for that marcho madness is going on right now we are in the thick of marcho madness if you are not familiar with marcho madness it is Potswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment's uh, fifth annual fake video game simulated 64-man <laughs> tournament based off of the NCAA tournament. Uh, five years ago, I said, we should do this in a video game with wrestlers mm-hmm. uh, spanning not just WWE, but all the entire world of professional wrestling. And uh, yeah, it's it's a blast to see everyone's brackets and... Uh, yeah, if you are at all anyway interested in the world of wrestling, head on over to potswoggle.com, click on that March of Madness banner, fill out your bracket for a chance to win a sweet ass prize. That prize, uh, uh, the, the, the prize that we can actually control and guarantee as of this very moment is uh, two tickets to any non pay per view wrestling event uh, within the next 365 days as of the winning of the tournament that's a pretty sick prize um non-pay-per-view because we are paying for it just straight up out of pocket we don't have any sponsors if you're interested in sponsoring marcho madness this uh will have big exposure in you know the wrestling internet wrestling community 
Uh, so it'll be a good branding opportunity. We could talk. We have rates and all that stuff. Hit me up. Uh, or hit us up at potswoggle.gmail.com for that. Uh, but yeah, go fill your bracket. The Also, as of this moment, the other on-the-table uh, prize. If you're like a Potswoggle fan, this is really the prize This is for the you. real prize. Again, we're not going to foot the bill on most of this stuff. But uh, Swoggle Squad member Michael Knight-Witten is getting married in the end of July. At the end of July. And I may have a plus one available. And if you win, uh, we'll straight up like be totally cool with you flying yourself into Gainesville, Florida, and putting yourself up in a hotel to go to the wedding with us. And we'll like party like a motherfucker. And again, if we get sponsored, that might change. Yeah, we might be able to foot the hotel bill or the tra- uh, travel or both. Who knows? But um. That would just be a fun time to party with uh, the whole Swaggle Squad will be there for the first time. So I can't even fucking remember when. Um, ever. Ever. <laughs> uh, it's been a few years. Um, but yeah. So, but that depends on a certain party okaying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So aside from that, um, personal plugs. You can hit me up on Twitter, Average Cami, Instagram, Average Cami4. And you can check out my audiobooks that I've narrated on Audible. Just search Rich C. I'm the first response. And, uh, yeah, hit me up if you want a, um, a download code. Uh, hit us with a review if you want a download code. Free download code for any of my books. Yeah, for me, you can find me at mbravo, mbravo on Twitter. It's really about it. But, uh, yeah, you know, come tweet at me. Comics, things like that. I love getting discussions started. Young Justice. I will be continuing to watch Young Justice. This will be maybe the first time in our in our podcasting history, but I'm gonna keep getting through it. The in a few more episodes, you're gonna be sucked in. Yeah, you're gonna want to catch the next one That's and then cool. the next one. the The story like is just scratching the surface right now so far. So I look forward to you just fucking staying up to like 3.30 in the morning watching Young Justice. And I'll totally rewatch them with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody, thanks so much for listening again. For myself, Robert, for Dear Rich, thank you so much for listening to this wonderful episode. Thanks for picking us up. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.